0: Transperity presents the Small Business Advocate Show with Jim Blassingame. This is a copyrighted production of Small Business Network, Inc., all rights reserved.
1: after the hour, thanks very much for hanging out with me. Thanks for being part of my day. Always a pleasure to continue to be with you. I'm Jim Blasting Game, and you're listening to the Small Business Advocate Show one more time. Folks, I started doing my show on November on Monday, November 17th, 1997, the last century, the previous millennia, November 17th, 1997. And the, I'd never broadcast before. I was nationally syndicated day one. I'd never broadcast like this before. And my first victim slash guest was a, la- a beautiful, highly intelligent lady named Cleta Mitchell. God bless her for being so brave to come on a brand spanking new show. But she was my first guest in '97, and now she's my last guest in 2021. Cleta Mitchell is a is a, an amazing constitutional lawyer, and the things that she's done in the last 23 years are just awesome and. We've been so proud of her. You may have seen her beautiful face on television, especially during the election cycle. She's our good friend. Cleta Mitchell, welcome back.
0: Thank you, Jim. It's hard to imagine you've been doing this all this time. I I I know exactly where I was. I can still have a mental picture (laughs) of where I was sitting in my office at the National Federation of Independent Business doing your show. I I remember it like it was yesterday.
1: I, I do too, and uh, I remember uh, your old boss Jack was uh, was was an yep. was an awesome person, and uh, uh, to to help us put all that together, Cleta. In those days, you remember all that so well. Tell the audience what you think. If you remember what you were working on in those days, and and let's talk kind of compare okay. those days to what we got right now. What do you think?
0: Well. Um, I had moved from Oklahoma City with my family in 1992 to, I was a national uh, attorney for the Term Limits for Congress effort, and I was running this, I re- moved to Washington to run this nonprofit legal foundation, the Term Limits Legal Institute, and I was co-counsel on the case that went to the U.S. Supreme Court uh, on term limits, and uh, so that's what took me to Washington, D.C., and uh, we lost that case. Unfortunately, sadly. at the Supreme Court, uh, sadly, yes, we lost that case, five to four. Uh, and so I realized that there was probably no reason to continue trying to run a term on the legal <laughs> Institute. So Jack Ferris, speaking, of Jack, speaking yeah. of Jack he was the national president of the NFIB and he called me and wanted and hired me to be his to be the director of uh, Special Initiative for NFIB. And what we did, and I'm actually very proud. I didn't work for the NFIB for very long, about a year. But what we did was organize an effort to reform the tax code. Mm-hmm. And because it was just so oppressive to small business. And so that's what I was working on. And my the highlight of my effort was that I organized nationwide petition gatherings, uh, because that's when people still had to mail their tax right. code. Right. So around <laughs> April 15th, we had volunteers all over the country hand, getting petitions signed to Congress to uh, reform the tax code. And we put those on flatbed trucks, and we delivered I well over that.
1: one I million
0: that. signatures to Congress <laughs> on a flatbed truck <laughs> driving through across the country up to the U.S. Congress to say, reform the tax code. It was great.
1: I, I remember Jack on my awesome. sh- interviewing Jack on my show where he told us about that. That was awesome. hmm And, you know, I've been It member- was awesome.
0: But, you know, we. Go ahead. <laughs> go
1: ahead. No, go ahead. I please. mean, you
0: couldn't do that today because everybody filed their tax returns online. I know. But it was a, uh, everybody had to go. You remember those days where you had to drive and people were standing at long lines at the post office. Yeah, and so we had people uh, standing outside. And boy, I tell you what, that's when people were ready to sign something saying repeal the tax
1: code. Well, well exactly, and and uh, you know, in those, and those and there was and there was a lot of progress that happened in those days. Uh, there was a there was a, yes. a tax yes. relief bill, taxpayers relief bill happened about that same time. Uh, the the uh, yep. the uh, uh, capital gains tax went down. There were, a bunch of other things that happened, and and um, you know, and the other another thing that that, that the grassroots people did through, with 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 the large help with the NFIB was was to kill Hillary Care, the forerunner to Obamacare. Yes, oh yeah, Hillary Care. The NFIB almost right. single handedly killed Hillary Care, and and so. Well, and, I'll
0: tell you what. NFI, the NFIB, several years before where I first made Jack's acquaintance was that in the 1994 campaign, the fall campaign, yeah. uh, and again, we remember that we had this case that was going to be argued before the US Supreme Court in March of '95. And by the fall of '94, uh, all the briefs had been, you know we finished all the briefing, all that had been done, and I it was kind of a wall. and Jack had hired as the political director of NFIB, someone I'd known, since I was in college, someone named Mark Nettle, and he was the political director, and he called me and said, um, he said, can I hire you for a couple, oh, because I wrote a couple of pieces about Tom Foley. He was the speaker right. of the house. Right. And, and, and how he, he was, he was our poster child for term limits. Right. And, um, and so Mark called and asked me if I had any interest in going out uh, and trying to help In that uh, congressional district, and you know, and I I took, I didn't have anything pressing at that point because everything was done awaiting the Supreme Court oral argument, you know, in March. So I took a leave and went out there and organized NFIB members, small business, in the 5th congressional district of Washington State. And here, Tom Foley had this big press conference uh, to, have a, he was endorsed by Microsoft and all these Quick, warehouses and all these quickly, corporations. Quickly, quickly, empo- yeah. quickly, quickly, most of the employers there. Most employers out there were small business, and I organized fifty uh, thousand votes for uh, George Nethercutt. A small business. That's what the, I did. The
1: point that, we're, that that you get from all this, folks, the main point is: this is the kind of impact small business owners can have when they organize. We haven't been this organized since. Small business owners have become decentralized where we need to get back together. If I could have one prayer as I wrap up my show for small business owners, it would be to get organized. If Small businesses, even if they disagree on most other politics, if they can come together around eight or ten fundamentals that are important to small business, small businesses could get organized like that. They could rule the world. Because whatever is good for small business is good for the world. Insperity presents the Small
0: Business Advocate Show with Jim Blassingame. This is a copyrighted production of Small Business Network, Inc., intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other copying, redistribution, or publication without prior written consent is prohibited. All rights reserved.